Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Thanks for joining us on Money FM 89.3. We're going to be talking all about a very, very topical issue today mental health at the workplace. You know, all about the stress between meetings, the anxiety of deadlines, and of course, don't forget all sorts of disappointments, both in our professional and personal lives as well. So, how do we support our employees in their day to day challenges? It is a critically important topic to discuss mental health and wellness at the workplace. All employees need to possess mental fitness and to build a culture of happiness and productivity. But this is the challenge. Yeah, we all want to do it. We just don't know how. And I think corporates are also struggling to figure out how best to do it. So to help us along, Sanjeev Magotra, founder and CEO of Joy, joins us. Hi, Sanjeev. Nice to be talking to you today. Thank you for having me on the show. Okay, Sanjeev, so where does one begin with this? It's such a loaded topic, yet uh, it is something that I think more people have become, have come to embrace ever since COVID-19. What sorts of transformations are you seeing at workplaces these days when it comes to deploying best practices to ensure well-being? That's a great start. You know, the pandemic made us realize that mental well-being is something which all of us need most of the time. And the silver lining of the pandemic, one of the silver linings of the pandemic, there is any, is that the whole world has recognized the fact, which was a latent need, and all of us realized that, you know, we need to do something about it. And now the whole world realizes it's on a common ground. So there is the stigma around mental health is eroding. And, you know, uh, at the individual level, at the corporate level, everybody recognizes that the benefits of taking care of our as well as our employees' mental health are profound. You know, they, they are not only health-related, happiness-related benefits, they are direct productivity-related benefits for, for the corporates as well. So there is a great momentum behind this. Okay, Sanjeev, but why now? Why is there greater awareness for mental health issues in the workplace now, uh, during and after the COVID-19 pandemic? Was this always an issue or a challenge before? Or were workers before more resilient than they are today? (laughs) I guess uh, people, I I can't say that uh, workers were uh, more resilient earlier uh, than they are now. I think the guard the artificial guard, uh, which we had to uh, assume that, you know, we are alone in managing our mental well-being, Mm -hmm. uh, was the guard which kind of suppressed this issue to come up as one of the top priorities for the workplaces or for the individuals for that matter. The pandemic kind of, the issues became so profound that the guard was broken. You know, it was kind of the wall was broken <laughs> and uh, the issues became, uh, uh, you know, uh, there, there was an outburst of mental health issues during the pandemic. And then everybody realized, hey, man, the guy next to me has something very similar to the issues which I have been experiencing. So I guess there is a community uh, momentum which uh, the pandemic built around uh, around this topic of mental health. Mm. Uh, Here's the thing, Sanjeev. A lot of people tell me that the source of their pain when it comes to mental wellness is a toxic workplace, toxic bosses, difficult bosses, toxic colleagues, a a very unhealthy corporate culture. 
So when workplaces say, okay, we're going to put in place some mental wellness programs, shouldn't they concurrently try and solve the problems, the source of the problems, get to it, you know, make your corporate culture healthier, train your leaders to be better leaders, get people to work together as a team, address problem colleagues. Shouldn't you start there? Exactly. You've hit the nail on the head. So, you know, what we at Joy are doing, we are promoting tools uh, along with awareness in the market to build a culture of well-being. So well-being is not a point solution. So what happened during the pandemic, which was a crisis situation on mental health, most of the companies did respond to this with point solutions because it was firefighting, because nobody had dealt with this kind of an issue. So they kind of put therapy solutions, mindfulness solution, download this app, that app, mm. all kinds of stuff. You know, they were all point solutions. If you can imagine, you know, the house is on fire. <laughs> but now is a time to recognize this at a holistic strategic level. Because this is not an issue which is going to go away. This is not an issue which is covering 1% or 2 or 10% of the employees. This is an issue for 100% of the employees. And as you rightly said, the genesis of this issue is manifold, you know. So we need to take care of the organization culture to incorporate policies and processes and tools which promote employee well-being. And, you know, this is becoming even more important, uh, not only the productivity, proven productivity benefits of, uh, you know, 12 to 25% various researchers quote various numbers. The most important thing why this is necessary and not optional anymore is because this is becoming the condition for employees to choose the employer. Yeah. You know, as we know that, you know, there is a big resignation and all those dynamics which are happening around the supply demand of ta- talent. So the new Gen Z and the millennial workforce, which is becoming majority of the workforce in most of the countries, is very demanding. And, and the, you know, they have four criteria to choose the employer. And this is by big research by Gallup. You know, and top amongst them is well-being policies of the company. And you are spot on, you know, because those policies, and these guys are smarter than us, you know, the Gen Zs, mm. because they know that, you know, if the policies aren't, aren't right, you know, there is toxicity, you know, there is all those kind of uh, issues you are highlighting, which is not good for the mind, for health and for productivity. Yeah, so they have to look into HR policy, they have to train leaders to be better leaders or to manage disagreements at the workplace better, to manage toxicity at the workplace better. How much of this kind of work are you seeing actually happen, you know, as opposed to just uh, put in a mental wellness program and place a mindfulness program once a week in a yoga session once a week? (laughs) I mean, those things are important, but the other stuff I feel is even more so, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I wrote an article in BT, which was published yesterday. So if you get an opportunity, please browse through that. And that is talking of, you know, building the culture. And one of the elements to build the culture, which I have proposed as an opinion, is that companies need to have a head of well-being, a chief of well-being. Just like, you know, over the years, there have, has been chief of digital transformation, chief of data and analytics, chief of security, because those topics were new and you needed someone to guide the overall thinking on that. So I think it is time to look at companies looking, you know, appointing a chief of well-being, so to say, to look at this holistically. Hmm. So that's point number one. Point number two is, you know, the platform which, uh, you know, we have brought to the market, Joy, in collaboration with Microsoft Teams, is one of its kind, which is addressing the day-to-day issues in a very timely manner. You know, our design thinking revealed that in the matters of the mind, 
in addition to building a culture which is a long term long term journey you know the thing which is most important is timeliness of the intervention if at that moment when the environment is not right and you know you do the right thing by you know which will which is a positive thing to make the environment right or a situation right you know if it's a conflict situation if you go out fighting against one another it's going to be toxic but if there is one person who takes the lead and says hey let's look for a resolution which is a positive way of uh, engaging the situation things will be better so what joy does is it, it tracks your patterns in microsoft teams very intelligently and very privately mm-hmm. and then prompts you at the right time to engage in the right behavior So you know, we have developed a, a wonderful platform in collaboration with Microsoft, uh, which is weaved into Microsoft Teams, which most most big corporates are using. So that kind of is one of the fundamental tools which will weave that culture of positive behavior at the right time amongst people. It is not the end all of the uh, of the mental health. We also have mechanisms through which that you know we know that okay, we have done some part of it. Now you need a a support which is very specific on therapy or a support which is very specific on peer care or eap we also do a triage to some of the other services so we are kind of building that fundamental platform to build a culture of well-being for the enterprises we're speaking to Sanjeev Magorta, founder of and CEO of Joy, about mental well-being and mental health in the workplace. Sanjeev, after listening to everything you talked about and putting in place the right uh, solutions at the workplace for every individual working there, what is next in in a bigger picture sense? Do we need to maybe have a look at getting our younger workforce prepared to be more, I guess, more resilient and not so susceptible to all the toxicity that comes with working in the real world. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, the managers play, the policies play a very important role. So uh, when we talked about building the culture of well-being, you know, it, it starts from tools at the, at the bottom, but, you know, it starts from policies at the top. You know, giving mm-hmm. flexibility to the young generation is very, very important. in the new paradigm flexibility is a fundamental right of the employee if i may use that word uh because you know uh the gen z has a different characteristics and the flexibility takes away a lot of the tensions and a lot of the stresses which we don't realize when we make very hard policies as employers so that's one pa- uh, parameter i think the other parameter is that uh the managers need to be trained to deal with mental well-being as an important topic not only mental well-being as an important topic for people who might be facing some certain illness and you know need medical attention but they need to be trained mm-hmm. that how they have empathy for the employees in various situations how they deal with certain situations uh you know we need to retrain many of the managers you know who are trained in the hard ways of dealing with employees i think that era is over empathy is the key word uh which is not just that we want to be feel good with the employees empathy has been proven to drive business results you know microsoft as a company and satya nadella who put up empathy based uh, strategy when he came and took over microsoft and we know where microsoft has gone you know it's, uh, it's uh, one of the largest value companies in the world and empathy has been core in his strategy for transforming the company so i think we have to learn uh, the managers have to learn uh, the new ways of dealing with employees 
Here's the thing. Don't employees also need to be given the tools and coping mechanisms to be more resilient employees? Because we can't keep expecting managers and companies uh, to be dealing with all of this hands-on every minute of the day. Uh, To what extent should more be done in order to equip individuals with the ability to also weather some of these difficulties that are just an intrinsic part of the working world? Fully agree with you. So, you know, it's, uh, it's the tools. And joy is one of those tools which is designed as a self-care tool uh, for day-to-day engagement for the employees to kind of complement what the manager needs to do. So it is the tools, it's the policies of the company, and it is the people, people meaning the managers and the rest and the peer group and, you know, rest of the organization, so to say. So these are the three pillars to build any culture, any transformation, tools, people, and and policies. You know, a lot of people I've spoken to would be very skeptical about what you do. You know, this is well-being tech, isn't it? So what is supporting the tech? What sort of expertise and discernment is supporting the technology? It's an interesting question you raised. So, you know, we have taken the science of well-being and uh, we have converted that into nudges, right? So it's the positive psychology. We are not claiming that we can treat illness, mm-hmm. which many people do. We are not claiming that. We are claiming that we will be in front of the employee when there is high probability that the employee needs support, right? That's what we are, we are mastering in, and which is totally different from all the well-tech, well-being technology we have seen till date. We are not focusing on content. We are not focusing on therapy. We are not focusing on chatbots. We are focusing on timeliness of the intervention. And once we spot the timeliness of the intervention, second thing we are focusing on is where most of the well-being technology is struggling. So that is our main focus is engaging the employee in the well-being experience. So if you see our website and our experience, we have worked with the best designers in the world to make the experience of that intervention so engaging and appealing to the user within one, one and a half to two minutes, you will feel fulfilled and you will want to come back again. Example, you know, uh, some of our experiences are called the daily brew, you know, which is just like taking a coffee break. Our other experience is called stress busters, you know, which is a quick one to two minute deep breathing, which will pull you back into productivity and positivity and a good state of mind after probably four calls you have done on, on Teams. Right. Uh, So these are the kind of engagements. And one more thing, you know, we have created a very engaging joy level, which is the weighing scale of mental fitness, as we say, you know, in the physical fitness world, you know, the way we decide whether I'm good or not, or, you know, this week I've been keeping fit or not, is you stand on the weighing scale. We all do that. Right. And that's kind of pays a lot on, you know, what all actions we take out of that. So we have created that for mental fitness. We call it the joy level. So every engagement, you know, within one minute or so, we encourage you to do some guided reflection, a few things here and there, and we give you a score of your state of mind. It's a very personal benchmark. But this is all being done to build that engagement of the experience, which is the other thing which is missing in the mental health uh, tech world. So I'll just stay with these two things. The timing of the intervention in a very smart way by weaving it in your Microsoft Teams engagement. It's seamlessly uh, weaved into that. And you can buy this through the Microsoft website and pay to Microsoft for this. So we made that also very easy. Second thing is once you start using this, it's extremely engaging. 
to pull you back on a daily basis and build this into a habit. Well, hopefully those listening to us will give that a try. It is something of a challenge that we all need to work towards. Sanjeev, thank you very much for sharing your insights with us. Sanjeev Magorta, founder and CEO of Joy. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.